Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is MRN Crew Call, brought to you by Hercules Tires. The NASCAR Playoffs. The Cup Series kicks off this weekend with the Cookout Southern 500 at Darlington for the next 10 weeks. 16 teams and then 12 teams and then 8 teams and ultimately 4 teams are going to battle for the coveted championship crown. It is an exciting time in NASCAR racing. Can't wait to see what happens, and it all kicks off this weekend at Darlington. I'm Steve Post, Pit Road Reporter for Motor Racing Network, and this is Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires, Ride on Our Strength. When we look at the 16 teams, the different organizations, the different manufacturers, the different drivers, the different crew chiefs, there's a lot that goes into success, and there's a lot goes into what can fall off the rails and cost you a spot into the next round. And who better to break it down than a former crew chief and analyst for NBC Sports, Steve Letarte. Steve, a native of the state of Maine, has 15 wins in the Cup Series, 10 with Jeff Gordon and five with Dale Earnhardt Jr. And he joins us on Crew Call to break down the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs here on Crew Call. For decades, Dryden Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O-Racing.com forward slash MRN. Want to experience racing in its purest form? Do you yearn to return to where NASCAR came from? Watch high-banked, full-throttle, super-late-model racing on Flow Racing, September 8th through the 11th. It's the crown jewel of dirt late models at Eldora Speedway with the World 100. This is grassroots racing at its finest. See who will win the globe by subscribing today. Go to flowracing.com world. That's flowracing.com slash world. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at ZonePouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Crew call presented by Hercules Tires rolls along and joining us uh, on the uh, hotline with the NBC Sports, the analyst Steve Latart joins us. Hello, Steve. Welcome to Crew Call. Hey, thanks for having me. It's an exciting time of the year. We're getting ready to get these playoffs rolling. Isn't it? Man, I'll tell you what, as a as a crew chief, what what is going on with the 16 crew chiefs right now as we get ready to head to Darlington? What are they what are they working on? Well, you know, I think the beauty of the playoffs is the agendas definitely vary from first to 16th. They're not the same as well. Why the talking points should be that they're same. And that would be a great story. It's anything but. I mean, if you're Kyle Larson in the five car, Cliff Daniels, I think at this point you're looking at um, just trying to have a nice, solid week, a nice, solid round. If there's something you think you can glean from either Darlington or one of the road or short tracks to help you later into the playoffs, you're working on that. But if you flip that and you look at the bottom, if you're Kevin Harvick, you're looking for that winning speed. Um, you know, while it's great to think they're going to try to point the way into the next round, I think Kevin Harvick and Roddy Childers both know that pointing their way through is just delaying the inevitable. This is a team that we expect to win races. They need to find that winning speed. Denny Hamlin, much the same. While he's okay on playoff points, um, relatively, uh, you know, where's the win? And you look at Darlington as a track, he has so much success. So I think the crew chiefs are really trying to convince themselves what the best path out of the first round is. And that's different for each team. So is, is that how you have to do this thing? Someone someone once described it like the, the NCAA tournament is, you know, survive and move on, survive and move on. Is, is that really, maybe not the top guys quite as much, but for anybody back in that mess, is, is that kind of the mentality they have to do? Well, survive and move on, but you also have to remember that you can continue to gain your footprint. You know, you can still score playoff points. So what I mean by that is, you know, when you look at the playoff leaderboard, Kyle Larson is out there. But really from 2nd to 16th is separated by 22 points. That can be eliminated in just two stages. So I, I think that, of course, the first rule needs to be survive and move on. But if during that survival mode, if you can also win a stage or a race, those are extra points you'll carry over to the next round, only trying to help kind of your movement in round two. Steve, when you look at the season obviously Hendrick Motorsports has been so strong across the board um you know what's what's your assessment of you know we, we know Larson and, and and Cliff are kind of at the top of this thing what's your assessment of the other Hendrick teams and and and, and what they need to do here as uh, as as we turn up the wick here in the playoffs well, I think when we look at the success of Hendrick Motorsports this year, we, we must look back two or three years. I was one of the most vocal ones to say that they weren't what I was expecting. This is a team that was expected to win championships. They were barely winning races. But Rick Hendrick, Chad Canals, Jeff Andrews, all the leadership team at Hendrick Motorsports had this plan to go younger with their driver base. Uh, they were very committed to their crew chiefs. It didn't seem like there was any pressure. There was no movement within the organization. You know, they they – kind of put the fence around them and said, listen, don't worry about what everybody says. This is what we're going to do. And that's what we're seeing both last year with Chase's championship and this year with Kyle Larson's success. I think Kyle Larson just needs to continue to do what he does. He's a race car driver. Get in, be prepared, try to try to win races. Do anything other than that, he's getting outside of his signature. That's how he got here. I'll admit, there was a soundbite from uh, Chase Elliott after last week, and he was very matter-of-fact that it's the playoffs, and he's been waiting all year for the playoffs, and his team loves the playoffs, and he's a race car driver because he loves the pressure. 
to be honest, I don't think they need to do anything either. I think the season just had to come to them. I think Alan Gustafson and Chase Elliott won a championship last year with a certain mantra and a certain approach. And I think it's very much the same this year. Uh, and I actually think they are perhaps the scarier team than Kyle Larson, if you can believe it. I think that he's been here. Now, Kyle Larson's going to have the raw speed, zero doubt. But can they connect the pressure, the ups and downs of 10 weeks? Maybe they can. Maybe they'll have a walk-off championship with five wins. But we have to go run the races. That's the beauty. Um, William Byron, I think it's continued improvement. You know, he's been in the playoffs. We saw a year ago the walk-off win at Daytona got him in the playoffs. He now is a new crew chief. You wouldn't know it. Rudy Fugel and William Byron have raced like they're old veterans, like they've been together forever. But I do think that while they got that win early to take some pressure off, now they get to grind through the playoffs. And, and Rudy Fugel, while he has done an amazing job, and I don't want to discount anything he's doing, um, the pressure of the Cup Series playoffs and the depth of the field is unlike anything he's probably seen before. So I think he has more than enough ability. I just think maybe a year of experience is going to give him a really good idea of kind of how this goes, right? Because um, I'm going to tell you, when the garage doors open in Darlington, those championship drivers, the six or seven guys that have won a championship, they're not the same. They've turned the wick up. There's going to be no more high hellos, no more perhaps on the back. The, in, the intensity picks up. And Alex Bowman, I'll be honest, I don't give Alex Bowman enough credit. Forever, I've wondered his position at Hendrick Motorsports, and I don't know what the young man has to do to prove me wrong and how many times he has to do it. He continues to prove his value, to prove his experience, to prove his worth. I don't know if it's because he's not as flashy. I don't know because he's such a nice guy. I don't know what it is, um, and I'm guilty of it. So, you know, Alex Bowman, just keep being you. I mean, you seem to be the guy that's under the radar, and if it's possible for someone to win multiple races under the radar, Alex Bowman has done it. Yeah, exactly. When you look at Bowman, he has three wins, and a couple of those were, were last lap heroics. And you pull a last lap heroic in round one or round two of the playoffs, and, and, and you make your life a whole lot easier. So I, I kind of like that as well. I, I kind of, um, I, I just, I, they, they seem to be able to pull it out, and uh, winning is, is so incredible, so critical in these playoffs. I want to jump over to Joe Gibbs Racing. Steve, all year long, I, I'm just trying to get my arms around what's going on over there. We've got, you know, we've got Martin Truex Jr. seated really well, Kyle Busch seated well, Denny, we talked about him, lack of wins, new combination with Christopher Bell there, but what's your, what's your, uh, what's your take on Gibbs as we roll into this? Well, let me flip it. Let me start it with what I think is the, the weakest contingent of, of Gibbs, and that's not a knock. I mean, when you're the weakest of one of the powerhouse teams, it's still a great position. But I look at Christopher Bell, much like William Byron, and Christopher Bell just needs to enjoy the playoffs, understand how it goes, learn what he doesn't know. He doesn't even know what he doesn't know. I don't know what he doesn't know and needs to know. Go into the playoffs and figure it out. Um, a step up from there, I'm going to put Denny Hamlin next. Denny Hamlin has the consistency, but he has to win. It's as simple as that. Uh, he has to find victory lane. He has been a championship favorite multiple years and has not won the championship. So maybe this is the year he can sneak in under the radar, get hot at the right time. Martin Truex Jr., where, where have you gone? Where have you been? Started the year unbelievable. Um, can James Small and Martin Truex Jr. find the magic they have at the beginning of the year? Only they know. Only they know what equipment they have, what they have lost over the season with rules and such, you know, things like that. So we'll see where that stacks up. And then Kyle Busch, very simply, if there's air in the tires and spark in the motor, he's a favorite. And I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what the history books say. I don't care what the resume says. Kyle Busch is an amazing talent. Now, look, he can end up in a ball of flames, huge wreck, turn one, an emotional breakdown, screaming on the radio. All of those things are possible. But one thing that remains fact, 
is when he's in a car, it's the best that car is going to run. His talent is unbelievable. And I think that's what it is, right? How does the playoffs fall? Does it fall to him? If it comes to shootout after shootout after shootout, I would hate to stand uh, or start outside the front row against Kyle Busch time after time. The guy's just so talented. Yeah, it is amazing what he can do. That's for sure. Penske Racing has their three cars into the uh, into the playoffs, and certainly Ryan Blaney with with retiring crew chief Todd Gordon seems to have the hot hand. Um, describe a little bit what you see at Penske. Well, the hot hand for Ryan Blaney, without a doubt, but we've seen drivers get hot at the beginning of the playoffs and not carry it through. I think Brad Kozlowski is going to be a very emotional, tough situation for this two team to try to get through the playoffs with everything they have going on with Brad leaving Team Penske. I think Joey Logano is kind of a wild card. Um, I feel when you look at driver value in the garage area, Joey Logano is like a top five value driver for what he brings to an organization. That is both in and out of the race car, that's in the boardroom, that's in the boardroom with the sponsors that's in the boardroom with the engineers that that's building a program. I think that Joey Logano has this demeanor and this approach that makes him dangerous in the playoffs because he's proven he will do whatever it takes. Um, you know, a lot of guys talk the talk. Joey actually doesn't. He doesn't talk very much. He <laughs> keeps to himself. But when it's time to walk the walk, he does it. He's willing to move guys out of the way. He's willing to not be friends with everyone. Uh, I think that's what you have to be in this format. And I am starting to see a little bit of that out of Ryan Blaney. Um, it's not rude. It's not rough driving. It's not dirty driving. It's just a matter of fact that he belongs here. I think we've all known Ryan Blaney belongs here. I think he knew that he belongs here. But I think either the retirement of his crew chief, maybe Brad Kozlowski leaving and that kind of vacuum of leadership at, you know, the top tier of, in Penske, you know, he sees he's going to be the now number two driver. As far as experience and hierarchy as times there, I'm not sure what it is, but I love the moves that Blaney's making. He's really being uh, cautiously aggressive behind the wheel. Stuart Haas Racing, to me, is the biggest mystery of 2021. They've got Eric Almirola in with Mike Bogoravich, and you mentioned Rodney Childers with Kevin Harvick. Um, what's, what's your take on that, Steve? I think something's going to have to miraculously change if they don't want to uh, find themselves out in the first or the second round of the playoffs. Uh, I'm trying to decide who has a better chance of advancing. And, and, and follow me now. Kevin Harvick should be the guy. Yeah. Kevin Harvick's team should be the team. If you look at how they've run all year, they single-handedly outrun the 10 car by 15 or 20 spots every week. But – the emotional roller coaster the four cars been on this year with disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. The 10 has really nothing to lose. Does that make them more dangerous? I don't know. I don't know if that helps you at Darlington or Bristol. Not a place that you're going to gamble. You just have to have good cars, right? If you're going to run, and even Richmond for that matter. What I like about this first round is that there's no gimmick races. There's no, and that's tough for me to say because I love a fresh pavement race where you can work some strategy and work your way to the front. But I think in the first round of the playoffs, I don't want to see great pit calls advance. I want to see great teams. And you have to have a great team to run good at Darlington, Bristol, and Richmond. There are no tricks. There are no strategies. It's basically a heavyweight, toe-to-toe, -to -toe, trading punches sort of fight. And that's my actually biggest concern for Stuart Haas Racing. Now, look, I didn't see the 10 car showing up at New Hampshire you could have given me 20 picks and I wouldn't got to Eric Amarola and he didn't win it off a gimmick. He was the best car, drove up and took the win. 
So does that 750 package he had at New Hampshire, remember, Darlington full horsepower, Bristol full horsepower, Richmond full horsepower. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I wouldn't bet on Stuart Haas racing, but if somebody wanted to bet on him, I don't think I would take the action against him either. I think it's too hard to handicap both the four and the 10. That is such a challenging spot. It really is for sure. We've got a pair of one car teams in the, uh, in the playoffs. Um, uh, Matt McCall, Kurt Busch, Ganassi racing, a lot of changes going on there. Kurt is moving on. Um, what do they, what, what, what do they need to do here to, to, to make some noise in the playoffs? They need to continue to do what they're doing the last five or six weeks. The one car looks like a playoff team. Um, I think that, that, um, you know, when, a, when the news of your company being bought, which is what happened to Chip Ganassi, that was a big shockwave through not only the sport, but without a doubt through that organization. But the leadership within the team, the communication, I'm not sure if it was from Trip or from the new owners at Trackhouse, they've kind of shored up the walls there. Since that announcement, crazy enough, the one car has been the best it's been. Um, so, you know, we now know that Kurt Busch will be leaving that organization next year for, you know, it's kind of a fracture. But that can tear something apart. Or if you go back and look at Dale Jr. and I in 2014, we ran the best knowing that we were done at the end of the year because we weren't done for any ill will reason. I look at the one car the same way. You know, no one's leaving at their own accord. The company was sold. Kurt Busch finds a new ride. Like everybody did what I think is morally correct for them. No one went out and, and kind of better themselves at the cost of someone else. For that reason, I think the one car can advance not to mention kurt much like his brother extremely talented a veteran um but it's just tough i mean it's really really tough what makes the playoffs so good is you know i'll be shocked if there's a non-playoff car in the top 10 in the first three weeks i mean you're gonna have to run really well to have a chance you know you got to be looking at at three top tens to really consider yourself a playoff contender yeah for sure. Final team in there was the first team in, actually, the Front Row Motorsports team. We, we understand that the mountain Drew Blickensdurfer has to climb. Um, you're Drew Blickensdurfer. How are you uh, How are you approaching this? House money? What are, you, what are you doing, Steve? You celebrate the accomplishment you have. You, you take the energy from the Daytona 500 that has now dwindled 26 weeks later, and you take everybody back to how special it was 26 races ago when you stood at the top of the mountain as the Daytona 500 champ. You do nothing more than that. You fire up a group of people that never thought they'd ever be in the playoffs, that probably didn't think they would go to victory lane, never dreamt of going to victory lane in the season's biggest race. That's as simple as it is. I mean, sometimes we can write all the stories and I can talk all the talk or work all the angles we want, but in the end, we race because we love to race. They've accomplished something no one would give them a chance to do back at the beginning of the year. Relive the accomplishment. Pat everybody on the back. Head into the playoffs. The chance of them advancing on their own accord, probably very low. The chance of them advancing because other teams can't handle the pressure of the playoffs or trip up, why not? Absolutely they could. My mind, just enjoy it. Everything doesn't have to be about a strategy. Everything doesn't have to be about marketing. There has to be moments in your life and moments in your career where you love your job. And if I'm Drew Blickenster for right now, I'm circling the team up this week and I want to let them know that I love working with them and they should all love their jobs because we have a chance in the playoffs, something nobody gave us the chance to do. It'd really be that simple. That'd be my pep talk. Neat stuff for sure. Neat stuff. Steve, uh, you're five or six years into this uh, analyst role uh, when it comes to this, do you do 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 you miss the do you miss the pit box and making the calls, or or is this scratching your your competitive itches pretty good over at NBC? 
So I, I love covering the races from television. I love kind of bringing the race back home to the fan. There are a few tracks that when I see a green flag and the cars file off into turn one, uh, I miss not being a part of it. I miss the competition. I miss the crew chiefs. I miss, uh, you know, the chess match that happens on top of the pit box. But I do love my current job, and it kind of allows me to watch that, that, that chess match. Now, Darlington and the Southern 500 is one that I'm going to be a little grumpy for the first 50 laps because – when a race was that long, I thought that really always fit my style. I love the opportunity to improve, to find different ways to kind of attack it. Um, and not to mention, it's Darlington, right? It, it's so historic. We've seen so many uh, greats win there, so many greats lose there. I mean, it has so much history that I do miss that part. But I will tell you that we can feel the energy of the playoffs in the booth. When Jeff Burton, Dale Jr., myself, and Rick Allen put the headset on this weekend, it's going to feel different, right? It's going to feel different because it is. And it starts with the competitors when they show up with that, with that, you know, regular playoff approach, it's tuned up and then the fans amplify it even more. So yeah, there are days you miss the pit box, but um, they're not Monday through Saturday. I can tell you that these crew chiefs don't discount the commitment these crew chiefs make to running up front in NASCAR. It's unbelievable. It is. It really, truly is. And we'll leave it right there. Steve, we appreciate you taking some time and handicapping the field for us as we get set. We wish you guys at NBC the best with your, your broadcast coverage over the playoffs. And uh, like you, I can't wait to see what happens over the next 10 weeks. Well, I appreciate you having me. There we go. Steve Latart joining us here on Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Ford has put the stock back in stock car, and now you can register for your chance to be Ford Performance's VIP guest and watch the NASCAR Next Gen Mustang hit the track for the first time in 2022. One grand prize winner and their guest will receive a trip for two to Daytona Beach with VIP access. Ford Performance driver meet and greets, round trip airfare, and more. Register now through November 7th at FordNextGen.com. That's FordNextGen.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Ford Motor Company is making a $22 billion investment between now and 2025 in electrification. I think one of the fair questions that all of us have as we look at this electrified vehicles is, how do we get these cars charged up? And Ford has a variety of levels that they're working on to do that. First off, as far as home charging situations and stations, Ford has a variety of options with that. Ford also is part of a network of more than 63,000 public charging stations across the country. And the neat part about this, as far as finding them, is through GPS and through a a cloud-based formula, navigational formula, you can find the local charging station. So as you're traveling around, uh, you don't just have to look for the gas station off the road, but the navigational units, they provide that as well. And also Ford has more than uh, 2,300 EV certified dealers in all 50 states. So I guess the answer to the question is, is it's new with electrification to so many of us, but Ford stands with their customers and will help all of us as we transition to electrical vehicles or electric vehicles. So you can go to Ford.com and check on Electrified. And as you're there, you can check out the new 2022 F-150 Lightning. It's the first ever F-Series that's gas-free and delivers trusted Ford built tough capabilities. So lots of action, lots of excitement. And the Ford teams, as we look into NASCAR, looking forward to getting in to the playoffs starting this week. I love kind of breaking down the crew chiefs. Uh, this is this is a show that tend, tends to lead toward the crew chiefs. And I enjoy breaking down kind of their background, kind of their history, and uh, how, how they got here, if you will. Three of the crew chiefs are from the state of New York which that kind of shocks me a little bit. But when you know the three New Yorkers, that's Todd Gordon, that is Rudy Fugel and Paul Wolf. not a shocker. They're all outstanding, uh, outstanding crew chiefs. Three also from the state of North Carolina, two crew chiefs from the Keystone state of Pennsylvania and Virginia, Florida, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, and Missouri, along with Australia, represented as well in the crew chiefs looking back at championships adam stevens is a two-time champion both of those championships with kyle bush he enters the championship fray this year with the first year combination with him and christopher bell alan gustafson is the defending crew chief rodney childers and paul wolf are former crew chief champions and we're just going to see how it all plays out the young guy that's cliff daniels 34 years old the old guy That's Todd Gordon, the guy that's won the last two races. Todd is 51, and his dynamic is interesting as well as he has announced his retirement. I think that's one of the neat things, the dynamic of the crew chiefs. You have combinations that are are building, young combinations that are building to the future. And I think Steve alluded to it with Rudy Fugel and and his driver, William Byron, and Adam Stevens and his driver, Christopher Bell. And we have combinations that are not going any farther than Phoenix. When you look at Todd Gordon stepping away and the Matt McCall, Kurt Busch combination, and then we have so many in the middle that 
stay tuned. We'll see how they play out. I just love the crew chief driver, crew chief team dynamic and how it plays out here in the playoffs. Motor Racing Network will get you kicked off with the playoffs this weekend. We have all three races coming up from Darlington. Our coverage starts on Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. It's the Sports Clip Haircut, VFW Help a Hero 200 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. We have double header coverage on Sunday, one o'clock, in it to win it 200 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And uh, five o'clock, the Cookout Southern 500 NASCAR Cup Series, all coming up at Darlington Raceway this weekend as we kick off the Cup Series playoffs. Round number two or event number two of the round of 10 for the truck series. And as the Xfinity series moves closer and closer to their playoff racing action, we appreciate Steve Latart joining us here on Crew Call. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires right on our screen.